Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to the Kevin's Barbecue Joints podcast. And this one is awesome. It's with Brandon and Hayes from TMG Pits. They're based out of Knoxville, Tennessee. TMG, the metal guys. That's how the name TMG came about. I've been wanting to talk to these guys for a long time, and if you are just listening to this on the podcast side, I'd jump to the YouTube side just to see the montage because I have a lot of photos and video of their pits. I'm actually going to make a separate blog piece as well as a piece that just shows the 50 photos kind of thing that I'm doing, and I'll have over 50 photos of what they're producing. They're putting out incredible pits. They are all custom built. They're not getting propane tanks and then building off of those. They are custom building all their pits. They have a specific line. They have the Heritage, they have the Copperhead, they have the Volunteer, they have the Fridge, and you can customize all of those. You could do something completely custom, and they can give you a quotation for that. But they also do all these tweaks. They have off-road packages for things. If you go to their website, I'll put links to everything they have below. There's drop-down menus where you can choose different ways to customize the pits, as well as just give them a call, give Brandon a call, the phone number below, and ask them, and they'll give you a quote. Their lead time right now is about 30 to 40 for custom pits. For the volunteer, if you're not doing a bunch of customizations, it's about 16 weeks. But again, call them or contact them to get a quotation for the lead time because those do fluctuate. It depends on how busy they are or not busy they are. But this one is just great. They're number one. They're really cool guys, and it's really interesting conversation. You'll enjoy that. And we learn about their journey, and then we learn all about their products and all about the workmanship and everything that they put into each different one. They're sitting in front of the volunteer, and I kind of edited this differently so it would be more of a close-up on them when they were talking so that you could see the pit, the pit that's behind them. And there's also a trailer behind them that's custom and badass. Like just, they're doing great stuff, and they have all these accessories that they're doing, and they have a lot to offer. And they're so cool that they're... A, Come by their shop. So if you are, if you have a pit that they're building, they love for you to come by and check it out. They do send you photos and they'll, they'll stay in contact with you. And they have a huge presence. I'll put a presence to all their social media. They're doing live. There's a TMG fan kind of a fan page. They go live on that a lot. It's a lot of customer service and customer interaction and community interaction. They're creating a community and they've created a community that's, that's really strong. And, and I make these lists <laughs> that I've constantly putting together and one of them was for these backyard pits and for pit builders. And I just got inundated. I was just updating it, but I put it out before I finished updating it. And I got inundated with people saying, you have to add it, TMG pits. Like dozens and dozens and dozens of people. So they have a lot of fans, a lot of repeat customers. I can't thank them enough for taking the time. They're extremely busy, but definitely check out what they're doing. I know you'll be amazed. I know you're going to want to purchase something. I have a website at kevinsbbqjoints.com with those lists that I was referring to. But at the end, stay safe. Visit your local barbecue joint. Good morning, guys. How are you doing today? Doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, I'm really glad to get, get this together. It's It's been a little while, but you know, I'm persistent and you guys are extremely busy. So, you know, make it work. It's, it's taking a few tries. It's taking, yeah. It's actually probably perfect timing. And, and it, I think that people are so excited about what you guys are doing. I've talked to so many people that have your pits, that love your pits. And it's nice that people know about an option that's not in Texas or California because you guys are in Knoxville, Tennessee. And so that's you kind of, it's great for servicing that area too. It's, it's perfect. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So what's your guys' background really quick? So that way, and then I want to get to all what you guys are all doing. Our background, actually, I have a uh, degree in plant science oh. and uh, some completely different uh, kind of career path change. And Hayes, what is your background? 
as soon as I got out of high school, I went to collision repair school, working on cars after a wreck. And what does that entail? Cutting panels out, welding new panels in, doing the body work, painting them, all that. That's what I went to school for. I'm sure you're using a little bit of that now, right? A little bit of that. Yep, that's yeah. right. These, these slick paint jobs you see on our pits uh, come from his background yeah. for sure. That's all hay there. Yeah. That's awesome. That's And they look beautiful. And it's it's remarkable how I think that like there's there's so many pit builders, but you guys are specifically unique to yourselves. Like you you would think that all pit builders would be the same or similar, but you guys have a specific style. And when I see your pits, I know they're TMG pits. First off, too, TMG. I'm sure people I know what the name is means, but what does the name mean? It means the metal guys. That's how we started. Hayes and I in my garage at my house built our first CNC table and we started cutting signs. So like metal monograms for your house. And then we kind of just during COVID, transformed over to doing smokers. And okay. we haven't slowed Did you guys build one for yourselves and then thought then someone else was interested in them? We actually had our good friend and landlord uh, come up here one day. He saw us kind of getting in the metal fabrication side of it. And he came up here one day and said, guys, I want a smoker. I've been looking at some, but y'all think you could build one. So we kind of sat down with him and talked it out and figured out what he was wanting and kind of started off, built one put some pictures of it up and then kind of started getting calls in like, Hey, I want one of those. I want one of those. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird that it could be that it's not that simple, but that all it took was somebody to see what you were doing. And that's, yeah. so what was the, was the first pit that you built? Was it a reverse flow and was it a 500? It was a reverse flow copperhead. Really still kind of the same copperhead we build now. Uh, very little changes have been done to it. It actually resides in Alabama. That guy still messages. He he says he's got he does have four or five different pits. He's like, I love this pit. So we know we know just about where every one of our pits are. Can you explain for people what a reverse flow is and why did you choose to do that style? So reverse flow basically on a, on a general offset smoker. You know, a lot of people are used to traditional what we call traditional flow, where you have your firebox let's say on the right hand side and your stack on the left hand side. Well, reverse flow. What we did is we kind of looked to see what other people were doing and some of the complaints they may have or issues they may have and how can we make this better? And we decided to do our, our first one with reverse flow. We also do traditional flow, but basically when the firebox, the smoke enters the firebox, we have a plate system that's underneath the grates and it channels the smoke from the right-hand side of the smoker across the plates underneath and back up to back up in the smoker and then it flows back. So basically the stack and the firebox are all on the same side. But what we did is we made those plates removable. That was something that kind of sets apart initially because everyone complained about, oh, when grease gets under the reverse flow plates, that you can't clean it. It's very hard to clean. And that is true. So we basically put a track and set the plates down in and make them removable so you can get in and clean your smoker back out. Well, that's a smart idea. Whenever people talk about reverse flow, they always mention plates. And so that's a good, at least you've given a good explanation as to what that is, because I think a lot of people... They think they know, but they don't know. And so that's that that that's actually a great feature. Now, what you're what you guys are sitting in front of right now is which one's that one? That's uh, behind us is our volunteer. So it's our traditional flow kind of Texas style pit. Mm -hmm. um, with it's a uh, 52 by 27. Hayes and I sit here and talk one day about how can we make it a little bit bigger to get more briskets. So, you know, one of the complaints was on oh, like a 48 by 24, you may only get two briskets in it, mm -hmm. but that extra few inches really makes a big difference. Oh yeah. What do you call those? Are called like off-road tire? That's our off-road package. Off-road package. Uh, People can get it on casters or that, or can get it on skids or all oh, whatever. Probably yeah, casters, off-road package, trailer package. Hook up your truck, pull it around. So 
basically the way it works is when you when you go to our website, all the prices are for caster models, but then you can build your smoker out from there. If you want an off-road package, now these are like I don't know if you guys can see this or not, but this they do have upgraded wheels. So usually on the off-road package, it's gonna come with like an eight-inch golf cart wheel. Um, but then people can customize all the way out uh, from there. What size tires are those again? So these behind us are uh, 14s as far as wheels or 23-inch tires. The off-road package basically means you're going to have a swivel axle, and it's going to have big pneumatic tires so you can roll across the ground easy or grass. Well, that's nice, yeah. And that and that's also a complaint that I've heard or, or just a gripe that people have had that it's that they're hard to move, that not your pits, but pits in general are hard to move and that they've had, had trouble. So that actually is a great – so then – but when people are ordering on your website, because I haven't gone through the order process, is that something that they can, do they have, is there a drop down menu or is it something they contact you and say, this is what I look, I'm looking for? A little bit of both. Um, we're actually redoing our website right now. Right now there's op the op options you can click, but 99.9% of people tell them, give me a call because you're going to want something custom. And that's something else that's this part. We'll do just about anything you want. So when it comes down to it, you give us a call, we can go through each option and what might will fit your needs the best from doing cnc and then you had him come in and he wanted a smoker how did you guys did you guys have backgrounds completely in metal work like could you guys are you both welders we, yeah. we had throughout the years we have worked on a couple projects here and there but and we had got a little bit into like truck and trailer repair i mean neither one of us went to school for welding we weren't you know full-time welding anywhere we just kind of jumped into it and I did have somewhat of a background. Uh, my dad was a third generation ironworker. So my great grandfather, my grandfather, my dad all were ironworkers. So growing up, you know, on the weekends, uh, there was always a uh, something going on at my grandfather's house where we would be welding up, you know, he'd be on side work on the project. And what's actually crazy is our fab our fab table right behind us came from my grandfather. And it was in 1999. he actually built an octagon smoker to give away to charity. Oh. And so we have pictures of that. And there's a, there's a big like booklet on it where they're raising money for charity for it. So kind of the whole thing. And I grew up with my grandfather always smoking because he built himself a smoker obviously too. Um, so that's kind of the background there. And that's awesome. And it shows like if you grow up in that kind of world and you see that all the time, it's something that's kind of in your blood and it, it becomes part of you. Did you guys grow up with a background eating a lot of barbecue or and in, and what was what's the style like? Because you're in Knoxville, Tennessee. What kind of barbecue were you guys around? So I did. Um, every holiday or family gathering, we would, we would have a have a bar smoker out smoking. And it would be usually, you know, uh, smoking pork butts or we did whole hog, obviously ribs. And that was one of, really one of my favorite pastimes with my grandfather was going up to, to his place and smoking. So that is where I, my love for this is. And um, I think that kind of portrays through what we do here you can see that we do have a love for barbecue you guys are now what 30 to 40 weeks out or is that is it has that expanded that 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 always changes you know it, it's crazy we'll have two or three months of just crazy sales and it'll get pushed back to a year and then we may catch up on production a little bit so we try to always look ahead give a truthful answer it's an estimated time okay. and when you're estimating out that far it is hard you know to, to exactly know when someone's pit's going to be done but for the most part, we've been pretty close to our SFA yeah. times. Within a year, that's actually pretty good for a lot of people. That's not bad. That's That gives people time to plan on what they're doing. Are you getting more people that are using for home use? Or are you getting more people for a restaurant? Or is it 
a, a mix? It, it, it's a mix. Catering. Uh, obviously, you know, we sent a, a bunch over to the UK. Uh, we've sent, what, two containers, and we got a third one yeah. fixing and start on it. I think most of those, I know one of them was for a commercial setup. And then here in the States, it's a lot of guys for home use. Um, obviously, you see the truck behind us. We custom built this out for uh, one of our customers down in Atlanta, and he's going to use it. It's going to kind of be both. It's going to be a food truck trailer when he needs it. He's also going to use it for tailgates. So I don't know if you guys can tell, but it's got like a full sound system, a TV. It's got a flip out bar in the back. So well, that's, really- I'm glad you explained that because to me, that also could be a, a part of your office. Like I thought that that was actually part of your facility. So that's a that's a beautiful trailer behind you. That's yeah. Okay. The trailer behind us. We're we're hoping to have it wrapped up in the next week. It uh, it is a really cool setup. And we have after this one, we have a bunch in line that are just it, it just kind of more from kind of the, the backyard smoker. Now people are saying, "Hey, I want all out just craziness, uh, tailgate rigs and party rigs." And, and with those flip up doors or flip up windows, that's yep. killer. That is. That's awesome. Oh, and so, so then that TV that's hanging, that's on the trailer? It's on a swivel, actually. So it right now it's swiveled out the side. It can swivel out all the way inside, out the other fold out from the front side you can't see. So it kind of moved all the way around. Oh, that's awesome. Do you have your trailers on your website yet? Yeah, we have pictures of some of them on there. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not making you guys make your, but it's, it's, that's awesome. No, that's eventually, that's going to be cool to have. That's the whole thing. We're such a custom builder that it's hard to put up every single option. We try our best to do a video on every single smoker. Uh, a lot of times, multiple different videos will post over a month or so, uh, kind of detailing out stuff we do. But when it comes, like this one, for instance, you know, it's got uh, AC and DC power in it. It's got a hood, hood vent, a range. It has the TVs, hot water heaters, sinks. The rear gate actually folds down so you can pull a smoker up into it because he has a smoker on off-road package. But it also folds down and it flips out into a bar when it's not getting used as a gate. So, I mean, it, it's, it would be nearly impossible to put every single option and trailer we have yeah. up. Um, so we just try to put it on our social media and then let people call. And, and Hayes knows this coming down the line. I'm not going to say what we got coming up, but we, we definitely have some stuff that's going to be really cool coming up. You're blowing people's minds. Now, is there any way uh, that I could get a video of that? Tra- like when you eventually do like a walkthrough, if you ever, if you're, even if you're putting it online for other stuff, if you give it to me, I'll either make a separate video or add it to this because oh, absolutely. that's bad. That. That's, that's really, really cool. And it's something that it's very unique and, and people need that. People don't know where to go for a lot of these things. And if you search out, you could search out and then you could also get like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are screwing people over that are doing, you know, sh- shady things. And I, and, and stealing people's photos and then taking their money and then yeah so i appreciate that you guys that you guys are doing things that are special because you know it's it's needed and you could you have no issues obviously you're, sh- you're shipping to the uk if someone from saudi arabia ordered or somewhere from anywhere like in china or in japan you could facilitate that as well that is my biggest struggle um shipping internationally right now because we it's do, hard we, yeah you got two guys in saudi arabia actually both well smokers um, and just the shipping costs to get there is so expensive. It's usually cheaper to ship a whole container there than mm-hmm. it is one off. So we're actually trying to work with someone right now, trying to find a dealer in Brazil. Um, that's a country that asks, we have a lot of requests from uh, Australia. I uh, got a guy in Canada or we're fixing to start working with also. So international shipping is just a whole nother ball game that, you know, I, I, had you asked us both what 
two or three years ago. We would have been like, no way. (laughs) No way. But now all of a sudden, we literally have a a worldwide audience. Yeah. Let's go through your product line. What's the entry level for somebody? Our entry level is going to be a Heritage 36, which our Heritage model is a round pipe model, 24 inch round pipe, and then 36, 36 inch long smoke chamber on casters. That's based on our entry level, you know, offset smoker. For that one, too. People can upgrade, obviously. They could upgrade within that model itself. Absolutely. Yeah, we've built Heritage 36s on trailers with warmers and fryers. Yeah, we, we can do it all. Before we go to the next model up, uh, does it matter what model they're ordering for lead time? Or it's just the lead time is the lead time just because you get a slot, right? Well, we so we have, basically we have our custom build line, which will be our normal model smokers. You can customize them however you want. And then we have... Smokers like the Volunteer, which is actually on a 16-week lead time, and that's as long as you don't customize it. Okay. You can get it on casters or the off-road package or the trailer package and still get on a 16-week lead time. But if you want to add anything else to it, then you go to our custom build line. Uh, okay, thanks for clarifying that. Okay, that's so that's what it is. So if you get something that's standard, that's within standard, say about 16 weeks. Just on the volunteer. Just on the volunteer. Or just on the volunteer itself. Okay. Volunteer, we have one called the roll-off and the dumpster, which is direct fire cookers. Basically, what we did is we realized that the, the lead time is a killer for a lot of people. Um, so we do have five employees here. Well, there's five of us total here. What we did is when we come up with volunteer, we said no options. And that way our guys know, hey, we bring 10 of them in here, not 10 of them out. There's not like, oh, this one may get this, this one may get this. And we can let them build it while Hayes and myself are doing something custom like behind us where it takes a lot of our attention away from this other stuff. So that's the reason why we did that. But on our, basically our three main models we sell, uh, it's going to be 30 to 40 weeks. 30 to 40 weeks. And then, it, but if they want to get the volunteer, but they want to get like their name on it or something, is that something that would add to the custom ability? I, I usually will it's, throw- It's kind of a case by case. Yeah, I usually okay. will make that happen. But if you want the volunteer with, uh, a different size stack or insulated fireball, fire something like that, where we have to redesign something or cut really customize something, then you're going, you're going to go into our custom wait list because I can't just turn this over to our guys and say, build it out. And then all of a sudden it's built. It's like, Oh, well, we didn't have a different shelf on it or didn't have mm. this on it. So that's the reason why we do that. But you have, st- you have a CNC router there, right? We have two CNC tables. Oh, you do have two, two CNC tables. Wow. How big is your facility? 2,600 square feet right now. Wow, so you guys are busting at the seams, huh? It's, yes. it's tight in here. And <laughs> as as we're speaking, there's guys outside working on, we're working on expanding out right now, adding yes. another 2,600 square feet. We're fixing shop. double, so I don't know if you guys can hear it or not, but outside literally there's people working. No, you can't, you can't hear it. No, that's, it's because <laughs> you have insulated walls because you build it. Cause it's, <laughs> <laughs> How many models do you have? Four models total? So we have the Heritage, which yeah. is the round pipe. Then we go up to the Copperhead, which is our Octagon smokers. And then you have the fridge model, which has it our cabinet door model. Okay. And that's for, and is that, do people like cold smoke with that too? And any of them you could cold smoke with really all have different sides. You know, you have a heritage 36, 48, 60, 72. Each model has all their sizes to where you can have a small one or get up to a six foot long one. Now Octagon, how did that come about? Well, that, that was when the first smoker has, his grandpa built on this fabrication table we have over here was an octagon smoker. That was just kind of their design they came up with. Uh, and so that's kind of where we got our idea because that was the first one we built was the copperhead octagon. And it actually works out well 
the octagon shape ends up giving you a little more great room in there as opposed to a 24-inch pipe. You actually do get a little more room in the octagon, so it does work out well in that aspect. You guys are the only ones doing octagons, or people have they copied you? Or no, I've seen a couple of other, other octagons. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay, excellent. And then I want to talk about that. The is it the ten for like the ten percent down? Is it usually like say someone's purchasing a normal? Is it is it normally fifty percent down? And then now you've had this ten percent thing. So originally, when we started out, when we were only you know sixteen weeks out. Let's say, you know, originally we were doing 50% down, the 50% we pick it up. Yeah. Then we started getting a few months out. I was like, well, at this point, we went to 25% down, 25% night days, and the rest do whatever we'll get it done. And then we realized that, I mean, a lot of guys will call in in that initial down payment or in the very end, coming up with 50% at the very end, sometimes it's difficult. Yeah. So I was like, you know, being that we are around eight, 10 months out anyway, what if we did 10 for 10 and break it up so it's a little bit easier on our customers? A lot of, you know, the average person making 10 payments over 10 months is a lot easier than coming up with a huge down payment. Yeah. Um, that's what we came up with. We're realistic. We're just trying to help out. I mean, cause you know, I, if, if you call in a TNG, chances are you're, you're talking to me. Hayes doesn't stop. He's over here building doesn't stop. So all day long, all that happened was just people like, Oh man, I don't know if I came up that much money. So you know what, if I break this up, I can make it easier for people to basically become a TNG customer. And that's nice. And it's, it, it speaks a lot to your customer service aspect of the company and 10 so it's 10% down and then 10% a month until you get your pit it's paid off and basically when it's paid off come, come pick it up and uh we'll have it ready for you i think that's a great idea because it's it is it does feel like a big chunk for people and this day and age some people are flush with cash other people you know it's it's difficult other thing too i think that makes it where just me personally calling someone up someone up across the country giving them a huge down payment that i've never met is a, could be a little sketchy, and, and I understand that. So my thought process was, hey, you only need 10% in. We'll break it up, kind of put the, the risk back on us. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, we're, we're pretty good, Hayes and I both, um, about going live. So uh, there is a TMG Pits fans and owners page that someone out of Texas built us. We didn't build that. But we go live and kind of show people their builds. And I think that community of people kind of helps with that because, I mean, obviously, we've heard the horror stories of, people paying other builders and then never get a product. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately that does happen. Yeah. And so kind of, that kind of puts it back on us a little bit. And so we figured, you know, why not? Are you talking about the Facebook page? Yes. yes. That, that's a, a page on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Those, the, <laughs> I'll say those, those guys are rabid fans. They love you. So it's so funny because when I put out my list, and I, I was like still like working on it and they're like, where's TMG? Like I got seriously like dozens if not hundreds of emails and dms and i'm like i guys i'm working on and so many people are like you gotta talk to those guys you gotta talk to them i I love them so much so that makes that says so that's a testament to number one what you're creating but also i think you've created a relationship with your customers and i'm sure you have a lot like you said one guy has five pits i'm sure you have a lot of repeat people well that's one thing i think we do that the customer experience is really big to us. We try and interact with them throughout their whole build as much as possible. You know, we're trying to be a one-on-one as we're building their smoker or throughout the entire ordering process as possible. So, and really, you know, because I mean, everyone loves seeing the little pictures here and there of us building their piss and it progressing throughout the time we're working on it. So really it's trying to engage with them as much as possible. And we 
some available. You know, there's a lot of times customers will call and say, hey, can you come? Can you? I mean, I had a customer call and say, hey, can you fly to Texas? I got on a plane to Texas. Um, I can't always make that happen. You know, going over to South Carolina or North Carolina just to go hang out with, with some customers and um, use the pits. You know, and something else we do, and not everyone knows this. If you, we didn't even tell anyone. What's, this is going to be funny. We didn't tell anyone what we allowed our guys to do, and someone picked up on it. So we bought stamps, like chisel stamps, and we let our guys stamp their name in their well somewhere. And so my brother-in-law actually is a welder for us, and uh, we call him Doms because he just lays Doms all day in the welds. So he stamps every smoker he builds somewhere on that smoker in a weld somewhere. You'll see Doms uh, stamped in it. That's and then we have Scott, who's Scottville. We call him Scottville, and he'll, he'll stamp SB in it. And we got one guy here we call Square because he's a guy who builds all our grades. So we say he builds squares all day. Um, he will stamp a square somewhere. So it, it makes it, you know, we have said, you know, our pictures, our, our pictures of our face are on our logo. So obviously, you know, we're proud enough to put our, our faces on it. Well, they're proud enough to put their, put their names in it. So that kind of goes that's a long way. A, that's a cool little Easter egg. So are people, do people search for those on their pit? When they get <laughs> oh, absolutely. We'll see people post up pictures all the time. Like, hey, found one. It'll be a little little picture of a dom stamped out that's cool i'm going to add that to the intro and also when i do the blog piece i'm going to add those and i'm going to try to see how many i can find that's that is really cool and, and maybe i'll reach out to the um to the group uh we had a guy come saturday that was one of the first things he said he's like where, where, where's dom stamped at where's this stamp at? i said start looking he found it he went through and started looking at all the wells real close if you could see dom stamped in one of them that's really cool and, and it seems like people also are sharing photos of their cooks and different things and and that's that's such a great thing. Do you guys have, are people coming by to see their builds or is that something that you would not recommend? No, I, if anyone who emails me, you got a guy yesterday, you know, hey, I want to come by, come by. You're welcome anytime. Uh, we, for a while, we were doing where we'd cook it on Friday. And that was kind of cool because customers would come interact. We got a little behind on some builds so that kind of went back to what we had to do, you know, build smokers. Part of our addition uh, to our shop is going to be that we're going to put a showroom in. Cool. And so that way, you have a showroom, kind of the different options in there. Really, it's just part of we barbecue is about people mm -hmm. um, in the community, and so that's just what we love to do. I mean, we'll have people that are, you know, driving across country for vacation and call, "Hey, can we stop in? Yeah, come on by." And, and that's one thing about yeah, that's awesome. Not necessarily just our smokers, but just smokers of this caliber, and you really cannot tell much just by picture videos. Mm -hmm. It's really an all factor when you see them in person. But we always encourage people, like, come by and check them out in person because it's just pictures and video do not do them justice on just how big they are, the quality of them, what they are. Yeah, I have I have friends, like even girls I dated, and like I talk about how gorgeous pits are and ones that I've seen. And they're like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, no, they, you have to see them in person. You have to because they're they're beautiful. And what you're building is beautiful. What you're building, too, is extremely custom. Do you guys get requests for propane ones too or do you do everything custom we've done a few propane ones so we we like the propane smokers it wasn't the original niche market we got into but we do have an, a few more coming up obviously we've done two or three today um and we try to go kind of above and beyond on those too so um it's just it's easier for us to customize them when we build the entire the entire part of it yeah so that's our our specialty comes in at and that's pretty unique. I think that's extremely unique for what you guys are doing. That's not everyone's 
Not many people are doing that. You also have accessories, right? And yeah, we do. We uh, so our accessory line is one of those things that we get asked about all the time. And and people call us there, you know, hey, I'd like to have this accessory or this accessory. So over the time, as we get a break every once in a while, we'll come up with a new accessory. I always tell people just keep looking back every month. We're going to start trying to release something new every month. But what happens is when these other uh, smokers are to us, it's more important to get the customer smoker on time than try to build a new product. But for sure, our accessory line is definitely growing. Okay, and that's I could I'll put a link to that. And then if if someone wants something completely custom, are you generally taking like someone will choose something that you guys already make and then super customize it, or are people coming to you with like a sketch and saying, "Hey, uh, this is a little definitely." I mean, I know Hayes and I we say what two nights ago with a customer. We've had multiple customers. We'll take a picture of one of our smokers, and they're pretty good at, at their design and add something from someone else or a different uh, aspect for a different smoker and put them together. Just so that we had a customer that wants basically a huge volunteer with everything customized on it. We'll do just about, I mean, hardly ever will you hear me tell someone no. So sky's the limit, really? Pretty much. Yeah. Are you guys doing, like, as you mentioned that you, with your grandfather, like whole hog, are you guys doing hog cookers at all? So on our roll-off, the first one we put out, like, probably what, week one, they put hog yeah. on it on a direct fire just cooker um obviously a lot of our clients have called said i want a smoker big enough to do a hundred pound 120 pound hog and so we'll try to accommodate you know what they need so you could you could do you could do if and if someone wanted a like a box like a like a, you could probably fabricate something if you wanted to but that's not your that's not your niche really i mean we what you're gonna see here very shortly on some of these big smokers like our big charter units you're gonna see some stuff that's one off like that our roll off basically is a box you know okay. it's, it's a oh yeah yeah that's true some real grades but um obviously we've got some customers that have got pits or i say pits they're really trailer builds in line yeah. that will have exactly what you're talking about which pit for the two of you guys what's your favorite um smoker okay so my favorite smoker i'm gonna go with the fridge uh the original fridge i guess we built for myself didn't we um i think we sold it and then it got traded back in for a bigger fridge and we sold it again and then I, I, I just like the versatility of having three racks in it, the, the ease of opening it up, doors open this way, like a cabinet style, compared to a heavy door going this way. Um, the fridges just run. They're very simple to use, very easy. So I know we went down to the beach. I don't know if you saw it, but there's a video of us pushing this fridge down the beach. I did. Or I did. The sidewalk area yeah. out to the, the catwalk. It took like eight of us to get it out there because the sand was you know, just so off off level, even with the off-road package. Um, but Hayes and I ran that one all day, and it was one of those things that it, it was it easy. It, it almost takes the fun out of it. It's so easy. <laughs> really, really. I prefer the Copperhead. The my favorite setup: Copperhead fifty-two off-road package with our hot box, which is our vertical warmer on the end of it. Um, it's just a very versatile unit. Looks great. It doesn't hurt to look good while you're doing it, you know? Yeah. So it looks great, very versatile setup. Um, so that's my personal favorite. Also too, do you have, are there, do you have a favorite barbecue joint in your area or that you have visited? Oh, favorite that I've visited or in our area. So I will, <sighs> in our area is tough. Yeah, um, in our area is tough. We have two local customers that do great barbecue. Really kind of brought the Texas style barbecue to Knoxville. They're, they're really new guys to the Knoxville scene. So they're, they're starting to become known. Obviously, I went down to Texas, hit some barbecue joints down there. I've been to the UK on a, a small tour and 
believe it or not, we had some good barbecue there during a barbecue festival. It would be hard to say what, what our favorite is. I enjoy smoking food so much that I'm going to be a little biased and say what we do. Um, yeah. So you enjoy yeah. that, that, that aspect more. Yeah. I know that makes sense though. And there's, and it's, it's also, it's hard to, to, uh, to choose. And like, I, I don't like the pigeon. Like if someone said like, what's your favorite barbecue joint? I'd have like, it'd be like 50. It's hard. It is a hard thing to say, yeah. but, but do you want to mention the person that's close by that, that, is using your pit? Yeah, so we we have two well station barbecue and smoked pickle barbecue. Uh, both have propane tank smokers from us. Both do catering pop ups, and they're both they're both great. They cook some really good barbecue. And I think this I think when you go to your website right now, you see the smoked pickle uh, uh, smoker, right? I think you did. Well, that was the original one. That one that now is in Indiana. Yeah, it's changed. It's. He went to a food truck in Indiana when he sold it because he upgraded to a 500 gallon pit that we built him. Okay. And then Well Station has the golden purple pit that we have. Uh, both those guys are local. Both cook really good food. Did you guys grow up together? Or no. So in a previous company that I owned, while Hayes was going to school for uh, Clues Repair, uh, he had hired in with us. I quickly realized he was kind of kind of the guy that you didn't have to tell what to do. He just. I think one day when I tell everyone, the day when he came in, it was like, oh, yeah, I'll get that fixed. It never asked a question. Just went straight to work. I was like, oh, this, he's good. And so we become friends, uh, obviously working together for two or three years there. We both enjoyed the hobby of four-wheeling, rock crawling. We both had, like, off-road. Oh, that's cool. Tweets, that kind of deal. And so that's really what got us in the fab line. And so then we built our first CNC table in, our, in my garage and kind of just morphed it from there. Did, you guys enjoying yourselves? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's been a blast. Absolutely. It's been a blast. Yeah. I mean, we work on hours. It's not the easiest work, um, but it's rewarding when you get a customer coming in here. And um, it's like this past weekend, there's a customer that flew in from uh, New York and flew his uh, mother and father-in-law in with him. Picked the truck up, picked the smoker up, and they were here for like three, four hours, just yeah. ecstatic. So excited to be here, see everything in person. Just really yeah, love it. it. And it's given me the opportunity to kind of travel around too. Um, because I do love going and, and, and smoking food. And, so I, and a lot of guys are like, oh, I got to smoke it this way. So I love going and seeing how everyone else does it. Because uh, everyone has their own little niche. Everyone has their own little thing they do. So it's cool just to see how it all works. And so I mean, everyone considers, considers themselves a pit master. So I get to go talk to all the pit masters, you know, get kind of behind the scenes and a lot of stuff. So that's that's been really cool. Another thing is our our, our three guys really enjoy it too. It's like when we, we start talking about some custom build, they get all excited about it. So it's just, it, it, it helps the shop environment when everyone is excited to work on something, excited to build something. Yeah. And then when you send out something, it's like sending out your baby, like something that you guys really put your heart into and then you're sending it off into the world and then getting that feedback is so great. I just like you guys. Like, and I think, I think that's why the group is so voraciously like they just they they love you guys so much because you guys are honest and you guys show yourselves a lot or one of you guys make sure that you like in the videos and it just seems like you're leaving everything on the table you're not i think that a lot of people are ordering and it's like a black hole they don't know what they're getting well i tell it's funny because even locally a lot of my friends on companies here have reached out because we've done well on social media whether it's luck or hard work, I couldn't tell you. It's probably a lot of luck. Oh, yeah. You know, one thing I tell them is like it, it's intimidating getting in front of the camera and speaking. It's intimidating mm -hmm. to do a live video um, because when on a live video, there's no editing. Mm -hmm. And so when I do that, I mean, I, I tell the guys, like, I'm about to go live, you know, just 
realize that. But I'll tell everyone that asks questions about that, I'm like, hey, just put yourself out there. What's it going to hurt? Uh, and that was a hurdle I had to jump personally, was just putting myself out there. Uh, Hayes putting himself out there. Hayes, believe it or not, usually on the videos we do the walk-arounds on, usually he's a one-take one wonder. I mean, he's got it down now. I mean, it's just like – and we've also obviously done some funny ones. Most of the time he'll come up with his own little joke, and I'm trying to keep the camera safe, not knowing what he's fixing to say. He'll say something, and I'm back here laughing, trying to keep my voice out of it, you know, and uh, – so, I mean, we had a lot of fun with that, too. Well, sure. and you can see, I know the other day we were talking about it. If you go back and look at some of our first videos we put out versus how they are now, yeah. we're like, wow, how did how do we even sell anything off this? How did people like this? So, I mean, you just start, and you figure it out along the way as you go. You'll progress and figure it out. Yeah, you just have to do it. And that's like, if you look online, like all the people that, like, tell people how to do things and, like, inspire people, it's at the beginning, you're going to suck. And it's like, even now, like I still, I'll edit these and I'm stammering or I'm doing things, but I also, I hope that my passion or my interest comes through. And, and my goal is to share your story and share. I think that people sometimes too, like you guys want to show your product and show what you're doing. It's not a, about you guys. It's about, it's about you because you're speaking, but I think people start to like, forget that that people aren't necessarily looking at you. They want to know what you're talking about. And so that's great advice too, because you know, there's probably young pit, pit builders or smoker builders or even restaurateurs that are nervous to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's in any general business aspect. You know, mm-hmm. social media is such a such a powerful tool nowadays, but people are afraid to put themselves out there. Um, and it's like our distributor over in the UK. He, I mean, he straight called and said, listen, you got to keep going live because our customers over here call me about it. You know, call him. Wow. He's like, they love the fact that you guys put yourself out there. And it's something that I still struggle with even getting the time every day or, or every other day, every third day to, to stop what we're doing, to, to shoot a video or go live. And I know you probably understand that trying to edit the videos and it's, it's a lot of work just getting content out there, mm-hmm. um, but it's something that has to happen. So. And it's surprising the reaction. I'll get people that write me and say, Oh, I love your interview. And it's, and it's nice to know, okay, sometimes you just don't know if you're just like sending it out into the, into the ether yeah. and who knows what's, but it's, it's nice. And it, do you know, is it Rob who, yes. yeah. And so, yeah, I, I just wanted to give a shout out to Rob because he's written me many, many times. We've communicated a lot. And he, so, so I'll tell you on Rob. So Rob actually owns the property here. He oh. was the original smoker we built for. Yeah. Um, as we were building it, I think it, the first one sold that we built for him. So the first one kind of like a test. It was like a test run. Like, let's see how this works and this works. But it sold almost immediately. So I started building him the one we we're really going to build for him. And it legitimately sold. Some guy walked in here, wanted to buy it, bought it. So I think he got maybe the third or fourth run of his because he was like, hey, I don't really need it. I was just want a smoker. And so Rob has been uh, essential for our um, our business being that he's allowed us to keep adding on to the shop, um, making it bigger. Uh, he's always on social media. He's, he's, he's our, we'll say biggest fan, Yeah, but definitely one of, one of our great friends. He's such um, a nice guy. So nice. Yeah, and, and he grew up in, in Mississippi doing barbecue down there, a little, little bit different, but he, I mean, he loves barbecue. And so now it did literally I mean, every day he'll walk up here. He was in here a minute ago. He's listened to a lot of this, uh, interview. He was standing behind the camera, but, uh, he, uh, Great guy. Uh, he's hard on us. Oh, he is. He is and, our and biggest. Especially critic. when we first started out. I mean, he would come up here. I, I think his business partner was getting mad at him because he was spending so much time up here with us. But he, 
he'd walk in here and be like, no, guys, this ain't going to work. We gotta, he was hard on He pushed us. So uh, we're definitely very blessed to have found Rob and have him up here helping us out. Checking in on. Yeah, and I'll I'll put a I'll put a link to his uh his Instagram below so people could follow yeah. him. And is it is it how do you pronounce is it how do you pronounce his last name? Is it Troxler? Troxler, Troxler. yeah, yeah. It's funny because yeah. I know another guy as Troxel, like a, a photographer out here. Uh, but uh John Troxel, I think it was. But uh yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually I think he even wrote me today. I was so excited that uh Yeah, he uh we actually named the the one like Copperhead series on the trailer with the fryer and the griddle setup, the Troxler special. Because okay. that's what he did for years. Yeah. And so when we finally got it to what he wanted, we called the trucks are special. So people calling, can I get that trucks are special? You know, yeah. of course, they don't know really what the story behind it is. Um, and so Rob comes up here a lot and helps us uh, name new products. We'll sit here after work and we're, we'll enjoy us a cold beverage or two. And we'll sit here for two hours talking about what are we going to name this? You'll kind of notice all of our products have kind of a catchy name. Mm -hmm. But we spent a lot of time working on getting good names for everything. And, and like on the fridge, for instance, we call it the fridge. And we should have said this earlier. We call it the fridge because both the handles look like fridge handles. That's why it has stainless on the handles because it's like we wanted it to look like a fridge. Mm -hmm. so that was it. Set up the copperhead. The original one we did, we made the, the handles for opening and hinges. We wanted it to set off, so we took a piece of copper and we we sleeved it. What that also helped us do is it puts a small air gap in there where it doesn't get hot at all. So, I mean, that air gap keeps it where it's not hot. You can grab it. Um, that's where the copperhead came in. That's kind of the backstory. That's awesome. That's really cool. No, I, those are little tidbits too. Are you guys hiring or is that something that... We have a really good team right now, but we have sat down with the team as a general discussion one day yeah. and say, hey, look, we're at cell number X. If we get to cell number this before we get this one built, we're going to hire more guys. Okay. It's very close right now, but we couldn't hire another consultant to come in here because we're too packed in. I mean, it, it, one thing about customers showing up, they're always surprised how much we get out of the shop for how small it is. Yeah. Um, I know in a lot of the videos, they made it look small. And realistically, it's not a tiny, tiny shop. But for what we do, it is very small. So once we add on the, the new workflow in here, the way we're going to have it set up, will allow us to probably hire more and more people. So roughly in your mind, what's like the showroom probably late this year, early next year, maybe? Or So concrete's getting poured next Thursday. Oh. Hayes and I and the crew will build the addition. So we built this building, actually. We will move pretty fast on that. So I would think the actual shop itself in a month and a half, maybe two months. In, oh. End of February, in March. Showroom is going to be, because we're doing polished concrete and making it really nice, um, we'll probably push it and just not let it go in there yet. Oh and get the shop finished then go back to it so i would i would think probably middle summer it'll probably be roll. that's awesome you built it you built your, you built that you built your facility that's amazing that's wow you guys could do yep. any anything that's killer we, we had no background in that we yeah. just it was one of those things that we had to wait a really long time to get it or we ordered the kit and we do it ourselves and so we we originally built the original shop and then we added 40 foot to it because we're robbing them needed an extra bay for, for their business. So we moved down one and then just added 40 foot. And the funny part about that is like we couldn't get half of it. Yeah, that's middle of COVID. Couldn't yeah. get half of it. We did. So we ended up building a lot of the beams ourselves. Wow. Um, and then just we took a weekend, yeah. three days. We added 40 foot to the building in three days. Just Nonstop. Yeah. I love you guys. That's so awesome. That was also too. Is it, have you had issues with getting metal or with pricing and has that changed or is it, 
I know during the pandemic, things were pretty. It, it was tough for, for a while there. It, 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 was, it was tough. It was very tough. We, we bit out smokers and just, I didn't feel like I give someone a prize. I don't want to go back and go up on them. I just, I don't want to someone to, to, to me. That's kind of how we kind of ruled that. So we took a hit for a re- really long time because yeah. obviously once we saw the prices of steel go up, we went up on our prices, but we were pre-sold out. So the original people, and there's there was pits that we were losing money on, and I remember sitting there thinking, "Man, we got ten more pits, we're losing money on." Then we get to the price break, yeah. you know. So that hurt. That hurt a lot being a, a new company. I know a lot. I've talked to a lot of builders because obviously, the, the, even the builder network, they'll we message each other. Hey, what what kind of paint you use here? Hey, what kind of clear cut you use there? Hey, what you? Hey, that's cool. Da da da. So when I was talking to a few of those guys, they were like, "We're hurting." Yes. I mean, I think in general, everyone hurt. I'm glad we all made it through to this side of this, and. Yeah. yeah, there was a time where I'm sure at the beginning, like everybody thought, like what's going to happen, like not just health wise, but just businesses and the economy and everything. So I, yeah. I appreciate you guys taking this time. I know you guys are busy. Is there anything that you want to tell people before we sign off? Obviously, follow us: yeah. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, um, all the all social media channels. Uh, feel free to reach out. One thing you kind of you mentioned this earlier was, hey, you know, some people it's like a black hole; they don't know what to do. So I'll tell everyone, hey, look, email us, send us a message. If I don't get back with you, we do get a lot of messages and emails coming through. Send another one. You're not going to bother me. We will try to get back to you. And I'll tell everyone, we're just two rednecks from East Tennessee. <laughs> uh, we're friendly guys. Come hang out with us, drink a beer with us. You know, uh, stop in. Yeah, I can't wait to visit. I honestly cannot wait. And you've always been great. Yeah, we've texted and stuff. It's your, your, your communication, your line of communication is super quick. And and so also wait. So what are what are all the social medias? Just say them out. But I'll put I'll put links below to everything. But what are what are they? Everything out there. We are TMG Pits, with the exception of Instagram. I think it's TMG underscore Pits. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Anything else? I think that's all. Yeah, there is. Oh, LinkedIn. <laughs> not on LinkedIn. Actually, not not LinkedIn. I'm not. On I have, a, I think I have a LinkedIn thing that I haven't updated in seven, eight years. <laughs> Thank you so much for what you're doing. I can't wait to purchase my own pit, but I also can't wait for, to get this edited because I want to get this out to your, to all the people that care about you guys. And uh, I love what you're doing. Thanks so much. And we'll have a great day guys. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, Thanks, sir. Thanks okay. ma'am. Have a great weekend. All right. Bye. You too.